Hello, everybody, and welcome to Celebrate the Date, the party podcast for every day of the week. I'm your first host, Colton Pratt. And I am your other host, Katie Pratt. And, and we, oh wait, I want to just point out, I'm pretty sure that if you go back and re-listen to our intro music, you can hear Colton sniffle about three seconds in. Maybe a little bit. He went... I, my, there might have been a right little... Right into the mic, and I was like, oh, that was during our intro. There might have been a little sniffle there. Am I really quiet? Nope. You're okay. actually louder than me this time. Okay, fantastic. I just... <laughs> for some reason, when I'm talking, it must block out the sound of my voice in my own ears, because I always sound quieter than you. Katie gets so excited whenever she gets to talk, blood rushes to her ears and mutes everything else. Yeah, it, my eardrums swell because she, of my own excitement. Ooh. She loves to hear her, when she, her voice. <laughs> I like hearing my own voice. It makes my eardrums you know, clog. You know, I like to hear my own voice, too, is why we started a podcast. Oh, yeah. Katie and we, I have a podcast all, to hear our know. own voice. We all know. We all know. Uh, Katie. Yeah. This week on this podcast, we're going to start and we're going to be celebrating, uh, firstly, uh, this it's a month we're celebrating this time, and it was re- requested that Natalie requested we celebrate this. Oh, Natalie, are you sure? I'm 100% as Natalie. Uh, and it was fun fact for all the listeners in the last episode, Colton forgot Natalie's name. We never posted that episode though. We never posted the episode. And also we did fix ourselves. Yes, it is Natalie. It's Natalie. And she requested. Shout out Natalie. Natalie's been a good listener. Natalie's a great listener. We we love Natalie. And Natalie also requested. We do love Natalie. We should do more riddles on this show. Oh, okay. uh, Wait. Why? There's something similar to riddles coming up later in the in the oh, episode. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Natalie, I, is it a dad joke? Nope. We'll, we'll, oh, we'll, I, just wait till we get there. Okay, okay. I'll save my dad joke. It's on Thursday. It. Don't worry. I learned a really good dad joke. I wanted Ooh. to share it with you. Well, today is National Lyme's Disease Awareness Month. Woo! Shout out Lyme's. This is what Natalie recommended. This is what Natalie wanted. What the heck, Natalie? Why? Natalie said to <laughs> Natalie. Oh, is it because of Wally? It, have we mentioned Wally's Lyme disease before? I don't know. Have we? Natalie, I want to know why you chose Lyme Disease Awareness what month, but I also want to thank you because Wally, my precious, precious overweight border collie, has Lyme's disease. Uh, yeah, he does. He is gigantic. It doesn't affect him any. They think they think it's just in his system and it doesn't like hurt him. And that's what the vets all told me. Mm. But he has medicine that he's on for it. Um, and he's getting better. And he's really, really, really large. Yeah. So I was just checking. He is huge. He's 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 supposed to be like thirty to forty five pounds, and he's like ninety. He is gigantic. Yeah. He's he's two to three times bigger than the average border collie should be. But he's cute. He is so cute. He's just and giant. He's such a sweetheart too. Um, I do wanted to. I did want to mention that Natalie did use our email submission platform to request this holiday oh my gosh through thank our you, website yeah. yeah thank you Natalie. but that's she went so far away and like i really do appreciate it because that's an actual thing that's happening it's national lyme disease awareness month it's may um so yeah are, there, are you aware of lyme's disease katie i'm aware of lyme's disease um i don't know much about lyme's disease okay you're gonna learn me some stuff about lyme's disease that's the plan uh it's a bacterial infection from a bite of an infected tick. Yeah, we knew that. Oh, you did? Yeah. You just said you didn't know much about Lyme no, disease. No, I knew it was from a tick. I didn't know it was a bacterial infection, but I knew it was from a tick. Did your dog get it from a tick? Yeah. Is there a cure? Um, He's taking pills for it, so I'm assuming Oh, that's so. good. Okay, good. I don't know. I think Aunt G had Lyme disease at one point. Shout out Aunt G. What? How did she get Lyme disease? A tick. Oh, okay. Duh. I'm so dumb. That was a dumb <laughs> thing to ask. <laughs> 
Um, oh man, I'm pretty sure that's what she had. If she didn't, I'm so sorry, Angie. Uh, the infection can spread to your joints, heart, and nervous system if not treated quickly. Uh, quickly, but prompt treatments can help you recover. Okay, I have fine. a Lyme's disease-related true crime special. Okay, there was this man. Yep, his name was Anthony, and Anthony was a Anthony was a um. He was a physical therapist in Connecticut, and he had a wife. I think her name was Mary. I'm not 100% sure. I should know her name because she's the victim in this story, the victim of Lyme's disease. So, according to... A lot of people... Angie was also the victim of Lyme's disease. Well, according to Anthony, Mary got Lyme's disease while on a family trip to Florida, to Disneyland. Well, she got bit by an infected tick. They came home. She got really sick. She had to quit doing her, like... Uh, homeschooling and her she just kept getting really sick and so Anthony was like you know what I'm a physical therapist I'm really rich let's go ahead and sell our house here and buy a condo in the neighborhood that used to be right outside of Disney World called Celebration Mm -hmm. and it was like this it was like this like Disney themed neighborhood where you could literally live in Disney oh that's super fun yeah they would like pump in they would like pump it snow in the winter and there was like speakers in the trees that would play the sounds of like crickets at night and the sounds of like birds and stuff. It was super just get weird crickets and, and birds. Yeah. Um, and then also during the uh, during like the autumn, they would like truck in dead leaves or like fallen leaves. And so it was it was really just like a weird like utopia, Disney utopia. But this happened here. So <laughs> um, okay. they bought a condo in Celebration. And moved there. And Anthony was like, you're really sick. The Florida air will help you. We love Florida. Florida has great places for our kids to be homeschooled, like to go on trips and stuff. We're going to move to Florida, except I'm not going to move to Florida. Only you're going to move to Florida. And so he lived in his office, his physical therapy office. And every weekend would fly to Florida to be with his family. Oh, what the heck? It was very strange. Everyone thought it was very strange. Um, and then he'd fly back and keep doing physical therapy. Eventually, his his patients noticed that they were being charged for services that he didn't give them. And so, like, he was, like, um, charging them double for one appointment or charging them for a machine that they never even used. Um, what did he do with this? He was just in a ton of debt, and he was addicted to spending money. Like, at one point, he... Um, Bought like a water tre- a ten thousand dollar water treadmill that nobody in his practice needed. Oh. So he just he just liked spending money and he liked be having a lot of money. What and did- without Mary there to watch over his shoulder and keep him in check, the, he had zero accountability. That's why he moved. And down. everyone really trusted him. Trusted him. Um, and so he kept doing that, and that lasted for like two years. And then the FBI were like, "Yo, we've seen some fraud." <laughs> and he was like, "Oh no! Well, it's Christmas time, so." I'm going to fly to Florida with my family for Christmas and I'll be back next month and we could talk about it then. You can't do that to the FBI. Well, the FBI was like, we're not just talking about it. We're going to arrest you. But yes, go figure stuff out with your family. And really? Yeah. I, I, can't, I can't. Okay. I've never, I don't expect the FBI to be like, well, fine. Like they don't take a day I know, off. I didn't think that either. That's not how just, FBI works. What? No, it's weird. But so Anthony flies to Florida for um, the holidays and then all suddenly all of Mary's family gets texts from mary that say hey we all have the flu we're too sick to talk on the phone if you need to talk to us please too sick to talk on the phone yeah that's what that's what the phone said and then also they bought a house as well as a condo so they had the condo they were renting and then they also purchased a house in celebration 
Why do they need both? I have no idea, but they lived in both. They just switched back and forth and never? They did, yeah. Cool. Um, and then also he was incredibly in debt and nobody knew it except for him. Okay. Um, also, he was stealing like thousands of dollars from people and nobody knew it except for him. I bet the FBI knew. Oh, and the FBI knew. And that's why right. he was in celebration doing these dastardly deeds. <laughs> dastardly deeds. Uh, what? How does this do can relate to Lyme's disease? Oh, Mary had Lyme's disease. Oh, I thought Allegedly. that would like play into the crime at some point. No. Oh, okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of does. Um, <clears throat> Mary and um, Anthony and the boys, or they they have a boy and a girl. No, two boys and a girl, I think. Okay. And they're all like under 10. They're young. Yeah. Um, are too sick to talk on the phone. They come down with the flu. And then like three days after that, they get a text from Anthony's phone number. Uh, the Mary's family gets a text from Anthony's phone number. I think her name was actually Megan. Just send it with Mary. We've, okay, we've been we've, speaking to Mary for too okay. long. Anthony's phone number that says, um, hey, we're going off the grid. Uh, we're going to do like a week, uh, a month of like no technology. So if you need anything, you're going to have to go through me because everyone else is shutting their phones off. Oh, uh, he killed them. <clears throat> he killed them, didn't he? He murdered them. And then he never come. They never come back to he Connecticut. And he's so he's evading the FBI at this point. And the FBI is like, "What the heck?" And so Mary's sister, yeah, FBI criminal. You can't just let a yeah, criminal go. FBI, <laughs> and, you're better than this. I know you are. And then um, they Mary's sister is like, "We haven't heard from them in like a month. The only person we've talked to is." Anthony and that's not good it's not shaping up to be good and then the FBI talks to them about Anthony's crimes and he they're like oh that's really not good um we haven't heard from him in like a month he's definitely on the run um with his family and so they do welfare checks on the house in celebration the the local police do welfare checks never see him they think that he's not home all the lights are off all the curtains are drawn yeah and so they always they just leave they do like three welfare checks and leave then the fbi gets there the two investigators that were trying to get him in connecticut fly down and they do a stake out of the house and they see him come out of the house with all the lights off and the curtains still drawn sit on the porch for like 10 minutes and then stand up and go back inside and so next time they do a welfare check they know he's in there so they like bust the door down He's bad at uh, hiding. Oh, yeah. He's terrible. And then he uh, comes out of the bedroom and he's like, what's going on? And they're like, who are you? Oh, no. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm sleeping with my wife and my kids. They're up, like, the kids are at a sleepover and my wife's up sleeping, sleeping upstairs. She's really sick. And he was like pale and like gaunt, but the house stunk. Killed her. Killed her. And then they go upstairs and all of the bodies are rotting in uh, the bedroom. Is he crazy? He what pretends his- to be. He's not. How do you know he's not? Because he's with it enough that he like, well, then he's, he claims he tried to, he just tried to drink a bottle of Benadryl and kill himself, but he was fine. Oh, cool. And he was not out of it. Like at the police station during the interview, he was with it enough to give himself an alibi. Um, and he was, Did he do it. Um, he's like, he, his defense was that Mary was so sick that and got so into like spirituality that she was she was suffering all the time from her disease and she just wanted to end the suffering and bring her kids with her and so she he came home one day and she'd killed the kids and then she like was asking she like stabbed herself because she was hurting so bad and he asked her him to like smother her this is and so he like cried and like smothered her this is super dark but that's definitely not what happened yeah okay he claims that she killed the kids by baking a benadryl pie and serving it to him but benadryl doesn't um, a Benadryl pudding pie. Benadryl is a medicine that 
if it's exposed to extreme heat or to extreme cold, it loses its, like, it doesn't work anymore. Um, and so it would just be, it would be nothing. And so his, like, idea that he, ba- that she baked a Benadryl pudding pie to kill the kids and it worked, that couldn't, that's definitely not true. Because Benadryl, if to bake a pudding pie, you got to heat it up and cool it down. And either way, it would ruin the effects of the Benadryl. I thought, Katie, I thought this, this, this story you're going to tell is going to be like a fun crime. And then it There's became no like a... There's no such thing as a fun crime. It, I mean, it could have been dude spends lots of money, fun chase by FBI, end of crime. No. I didn't realize it would be like an actual disgusting sad... Oh, yeah, and he was living with their bodies for like a month. Okay. And um, like the little, the daughter was like so... Decompos- don't de- de- Stop. this is a comedy show stop they couldn't they didn't know she was there until they found her bones okay so she was in the bed. that was that was your latest installment of katie's crime time yeah katie's crime time is really dark katie's prime time cry time oh i love that katie's prime time crime time uh sorry about the the disgusting ending there next time i'll instruct her to get <laughs> a, a light-hearted crime like Trigger a fun warning. Yeah, yeah, we should have done that family, before. Family rotting murder. dead bodies. Family side. Uh, and you know, I'm sorry I said family side like that. Yeah. Well, now we're gonna be moving well, on. Can we look up their actual names because I feel really guilty for not using their real names. Okay, Disney Springs. No, uh, Disney. Um, celebration, celebration. Murder. Anthony. Village murder. Uh, Anthony Todd. Told. Told. To- T-O-D-T. No. Oh, His wife, Megan. Yeah, I told you it was Megan. Okay, Megan and Anthony, what were their kids' names? Uh, three children, uh, kids were not really, the names oh, okay. were not revealed. Well, um, just a moment in silence for Megan and her three children. Rotten hell, Anthony. I don't, is he dead? No. Okay, then just rotten a cell. Yeah, rotten a cell, Anthony. Rotten cell, Anthony. He's actually going through his trial right now. Oh, really? Isn't he? I don't know. Moving on. Today now is no. Monday, May 9th. I think he's he had his trial. Okay. Can we move on, please, from Anthony? Okay. Today is now Monday, May 9th, which is National Lost Sock Memorial Day. Oh, this sucks. We're going from a sad day to a sad day. Today we are remembering all of the socks that we have lost. They're no longer with us. Where do they go? We are not certain. But we are going to remember them, love them, cherish their memory. I have so many f- socks that I love that are like my fl- my lucky socks, but they're for different occasions. Oh, so I had a pair of Tim Horton socks. They were black and they had Tim Hortons cups on them. Um, and I love Tim Hortons. T- anyone who doesn't know, that's like my main thing is that I love Tim Hortons. Your main thing? That's, like that's your main- first personality trait. You meet somebody. Hello, my name is Katie. I love. I so love Tim Hortons. It was literally a gift I got from my graduation party. Someone brought me hot Tim Hortons. That's a great gift. Who got you that? Uh, Nick and Betsy. Shout out Nick and Betsy. Thank they you knew my, you. I know. I know. It's because I brought an extra large double-double to every event uh, because the church was like 10 minutes from a um, Tim Hortons. So sometimes I would even leave youth events and go get Tim Hortons and come back. Katie. What? When did you do that? Why did I never notice you we were gone? We were playing Murder in the Dark one time. And during one of the rounds, I was I just left and went because I'm like I'm so tired. I it was like super late. Yeah. It was right before Tim Hortons closed. I'm like I'm so tired. I need to get something to drink. And so I got in my car and I drove to Tim Hortons and no one knew where I went. <laughs> they thought I was just playing Murder in the Dark. And I got back and I had Tim Hortons and I brought forty Timbits back because they were it was the end of the night and they were closing. Yeah, she did do that one time during that game. I forgot that I was the murderer and I had gotten killed. And so there was like. 
a long time of everybody just running around in the dark. Colton! Running around in the dark. Colton ruined the murder in the dark game. Yeah, and I was like... This I, is Lost Sock Appreciation Day. Um, we Lost keep, Sock Memorial Day. A memorial, I have so many socks I want to memorialize because I don't know where my Tim Hortons socks are. No! I know, right? I would wear them. I wore them when I got my first job at Tim Hortons. Um, I wore them to the interview and I wore them to my first day for luck. And then... And because it was Tim Hortons. And then yeah. I wore them to my interview on my first day at... Starbucks for luck. They're they're your lucky socks. They were my lucky socks. Uh, if anybody at Starbucks saw those socks, they would immediately fire you. I had a pair of donut socks um, that I would wear to uh, my work at Texas Roadhouse. I had donut socks and flying pig socks. The flying pig socks, I loved them. I lost them immediately. I have no idea where they <laughs> went. Um, they were just I had them one day, gone the next. Um, and then I also got a pair of socks that had dog bones and. I think it had uh, dog paw prints all over them. Um, they came in a three pack with the pig socks and the donut socks. Um, and those I also wore to Texas Roadhouse to work. And when I had the donut socks on, everyone was like, oh, look at that. You're the baker. The baker's wearing baker socks. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. And then continuing on, I have a pair of pickle socks now that I wear Ooh. to work. And people are like, what are on, what's on your socks? And I, I like proudly lift up my pant leg and I'm like, pickles. I also have fun socks. But and then I'll, my I don't final lose pair. Them. Oh no, I have two more pairs of fun Jeez. socks. I have a, but um, the pickle socks don't know where they are. You, you're, this is a good day for you. I know, right? Yeah. And then I have a pair of um, dice socks that have dice that are on fire on them. Die, die. They have die that are on fire. This isn't Katie's true crime corner anymore. You gotta, you gotta let me say. You can't tell me to die. <laughs> no it's katie it's katie's prime time crime time oh <laughs> katie's prime time crime time yes it's not that anymore so i it's got two pair it's got pairs of f- of of dye on them um and they have both have sixes on them and they're on fire and they're just really cool and then finally i think dice is, the, is actually the plural oh my gosh colton yeah i was right you were anyway um i have my final pair of lucky socks are my lucky fishing socks. They're really tall. They go like all the way up my leg. <laughs> and they have a giant fish on them and they say fishing club. Are you in the fishing club? Uh, the fishing club of one. It's just Katie. It's just me. I know where those are. I know where my dice are. Nice. I don't know where my pickles are. I do know where my donuts are. I do know where my paw prints are. I don't know where my flying pigs are. I don't know where my Tim Hortons are. Oh wow, that was a you, you. I can't believe you have a track of whether or not you know where each of these pairs are. Well, I'm just thinking about if I've if I've seen them recently. I, have, I haven't. I have lots of fun socks. I have ones. I'm, I'm not going to list my fun socks like Katie did because I'm going to try and do something else. Uh, Katie, the origin. You have more fun socks than me. You can, I do, but you couldn't list them all. I could not list them all. The origin of National Lost Sock Memorial Day is as big a mystery as the whereabouts of the socks the day is meant to mem- memorialize. Someone had to come up with it. That's such a whack sentence, too. Yeah. It's such a whack way to say it. Yeah. What the heck? Uh, socks have been around for centuries. Uh, and it's clear that Americans love their socks. Is it? I mean, I guess so. Uh, in 2018, the U- in the U.S. alone, we purchased over $11 billion of socks. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's because they always go missing. Yeah. I mean, we also just kind of need them because I tear through. I wear, wear through socks all the time. Like, it's constant where I'm like, oh, this sock has a hole in it now. I have to throw it away. Like, even if I don't lose them, I still go through them really fast. You would think they'd build better socks. 
You would like socks that are attached together so you can't lose them. No, I mean like socks. The <laughs> no, point of socks is idea. to always be worn on your feet and like moved in, right? So they should build socks that are able to do that without a hole appearing. I feel like just anything would go a hole. Like you don't want rubber cake. wouldn't. You don't. Ew! Oh my gosh! Can you imagine? I mean, no rubber socks. It would suck. It would suck bad, but it wouldn't get a hole in it. Like chainmail socks. That'd be a statement, Katie. Yeah, that'd be. Maybe we should just forego socks altogether, just to be a barefoot, a barefoot life. That'd be hard because most men wear socks every day. Well, so do most women, don't they? I don't know, but this website presents most men wear socks (laughs) every day as a fact. I would hope that. I mean, I guess women have more more shoes that don't need socks, particularly. But even the the shoes that don't that quote unquote don't need socks. do need socks or else they stink like those like no show socks because they, they make shot socks for basic unless they're sandals they make socks for basically every shoe shoe type and what about you heels should wear socks depends on what kind of heel the heels like the strappy heels you're not supposed to wear socks with yeah sandals are those, no those are heels i would consider them sandals i don't know i don't know nothing about sandals or heels because i don't wear either i will wear my tivas in the summertime with a diva a tiva is like a sandal oh Okay, well, you wear sandals then. Okay, I wear my Tevas. That's it, my Tevas. Okay. In the summertime, and I wear um, red Air for uh, Air Air Max nineties mm-hmm. in the winter. So now we're moving on. Nationals lost sock Memorial Day. It was pretty fun. Oh, everyone, list your all the socks that you know you've lost. Like just, I just, did. just list them. You don't need a joke or any end of the statement. Just start saying socks socks that you have. No, socks (laughs) that you don't have anymore. Oh, that you had. Socks, pickle socks. Now it is Tuesday, May 10th, which is National Clean Your Room Day. Oh, I'm really bad at that. Me too. Well, I'm really, really blessed in my life that I live with my parents. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Oh, this is so embarrassing for me. Why? That you live with your parents? Yeah, I live with my parents and they hire a cleaner every other week. And so all I have to do is get my stuff picked up and then they clean my room. Yeah. It's so bad, dude. I feel so bad. We are we are the most privileged people. You should This is not something to brag about. I'm not. I'm saying I'm saying it as a statement of this. You should not listen to anything we say without a grain of salt because we are very privileged. I'm so bad at cleaning my room that when I try to organize my room, it takes me like ten hours. One time I just sat in my, in my, I like got all my clothes out and I like laid them out and I was like organizing for the summer. And then at the point when they were all laid out on the ground, I'm like, this is going to take me two hours to put back in. And I just sat in the middle of the floor and let tears slowly stream down my face. Wait, tears? Yes. Wow. It was overwhelming. There was too yeah. much stuff. Privilege, man. Oh my gosh. That's true. I did get rid of like most of it. I donated most of it. Oh, that's you. And then threw away the stuff that nobody would want, like my socks katie no no not the ones that i lost just the ones that have holes in them i threw them away um so uh katie also one time lost a laptop for like two years no it wasn't two years it was one semester's worth of college a long time there was a laptop just missing in her room somewhere i found it yeah it was underneath stuff which makes sense that's where i would have guessed it was yeah it's because i got i was scared to open it when i moved home from college i must have been college traumatized Okay. And so I hit it. And it hit it so good I forgot where I hit it. <laughs> um 
I just got home from college. I had all my boxes, all my tubs, everything. Uh, and eventually in my attempts to unpack, I had to kept, I kept doing a little bit, stopping, doing a little bit, stopping. And for a few days there, I just had a path that was a skinny little path that from my door to my bathroom to my bed. And that was all that was empty on the floor. Everything else was covered in crap that was still need to be picked up for college. I got it done now. Good job. It looks good in there now. Thank you. But I had, a, I did, I did for a while have a old fashioned desire path yeah. built into my garbage in my floor. Um, can I, this isn't about, wait, what's the day? Clean your room day. Okay. This is not about cleaning my room. Is it about murdering someone? No, it's okay, not. Good. Go I, ahead. Okay. Side tangent. I was looking at trailers for sale yesterday because I was thinking I was dreaming about opening a food truck. Oh, fun. And so I was looking up food trucks for sale on Facebook Marketplace and I came across this ad and I want to read it to you all because it's an ad for a 1974 Apache Ramada, which is a pop-up trailer from 1974. It's filthy on the outside. And when it's popped up, like all of the walls are missing. Okay. There's like nothing left. Food truck worthy. It's not. It's not food truck. It's her, It's not even camper worthy. Okay, and the ad says this. Okay, so you know the thing when you see people in the on the Olympics do stuff and you're like, I can do that stuff, but you really cannot do that stuff? Well, that's, what, <laughs> that's why I bought this camper. So, like, I was in the hospital and they had this TV on the Food Network and it was on the Kids Baking Championship for an entire day. And the next day was a full day binge of the food truck show. Okay, and did anyone change the channel for the invalid? No. So I was inundated with all this food spiration, right? So I get out of the hospital with a newfound zest for living, and I think I can be the next kid baker and food truck star, even though I'm a grown-up. I don't know. The morphine was hitting hard and fast. So fast forward a little bit, and I find myself with this camper in my driveway and a basement full of commercial bakery supplies. So, yeah. (laughs) For sale is a 1974 Apache Ramada pop-up camper. I don't know crap about this thing, okay? So please don't ask me... Because what I can tell you is that I don't know. Uh, I know that the last picture is the stringy thing I had to order from a website and pay $100 plus for and then $16 shipping. Like, wow, okay, $16 shipping. Who still charges for shipping? So I can tell you that that needs replaced. And it's one of the four that holds the thing, one of the four things that holds the top open. Hand gestures. You can have that. Free shipping. Huh? What's hand gestures? It just says hand gestures. Like she's hand gesturing. Okay. So you'll need to come pick up this little girl because you need a thing to tow it. But if you're reading this, you likely already know this information. Pickup is in Delhi, which is on the west side of Cincinnati. If you're reading this, then it's available. Like, I'm not an idiot. I will take the ad down as soon as it sells. Do you think I want message constantly constantly about some camper I impulsively bought while hopped up on morphine and blind ambition? Um, no. What the heck? If you message me and I ask if it's available, like, I won't respond to you, and I will also judge you super hard. Also, please don't message me and ask where I'm located. I already told you. Follow the directions, Sharon. $500 firm, cash only. Okay. Um, I will not accept trades or barters or your bag of skettles or a Chuck E. Cheese coins or whatever Facebook marketplace is wild. Toodles. That is, is she still hopped up on morphine? What was yeah, that? shout out Angela Myers. That was the best experience of my life. I was literally laughing until tears formed in my eyes last That's night reading so that. That's so great. That's like something, it's like literally on Facebook Marketplace. I didn't find that on some meme website. Like someone actually posted that why about she, a camper that I was going to buy. Why is she selling her whole life story along with I the know, camper? I know, right? Why was she in the hospital? I have so many questions. 
I do like because we've all been there. It's though. good. It's a good thing that food baking championship and like food truck race where was what was playing and not like Breaking Bad. That's true. And <laughs> it's at the hospital and decides to start cooking meth. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair though, I feel like we've all been there where we've watched a baking show and been like, I know, right? I could totally do that. I know. She was hopped up on morphine and blind ambition, and I just think that's the funniest thing ever. That's I love you, Angela. Angela, you are Angela. Do you want to come on the show, Angela? Angela Myers, you sound hilarious. You will be a great host, Angela. We will celebrate you and you I alone. Know, that's so funny. Happy National Clean Your Room Day. I hope your room's clean, Angela. Angela, I hope your trailer's clean, Angela. Oh, it's not. Angela, you need to do that. Uh, Angela's trying to sell the trailer. It's not her responsibility anymore. I also, well, if you want to sell it, it should be clean. I also like. I don't that think it can get any cleaner uh, than it is. It's just, it, it's nasty. It needs a trailer to p- carry. But if you got this far, I'm sure you knew that already. No, it needs a it needs a truck to pull it. Oh, sorry, truck to pull it. But and she didn't say truck though. She just said thingy. A thingy to pull it. Yeah. Maybe she meant a hitch. Maybe. Maybe she meant you need a hitch on your car. I have no idea what she meant. She was hopped up on morphine and blind ambition. I love Angela. You should check. Does Angela have anything else on her on her that's a marketplace? Good, that's a great point. We should check. Are you checking? Um, there's the Mosby's Manual of Diagnostic and Laboratory Tests. Click that and see what she has to say about that. Gently used textbook, $20. Delhi Township Pickup. Check my other listings for books and scrubs. Why? Okay, what happened? Why did she do so much for her for her trailer sale? Why did she do so much for that and so little? I have no idea. It's so funny, though. She was all about that trailer story. It was so good. It was so good. Do you think sharing long stories makes your sale better? I literally was like, I told my parents, if they go pick it up for me, I'll give them $500 today. Just just because you... you. Just because I love it so much. It's also, like, really cute. If it wasn't filthy and falling apart, it's a really cute camper. It has potential. It just isn't probably would need a lot of work okay so today was national clean your room day uh to celebrate this day buy a camper from angela uh uh if you're privileged like us you don't have to really do it but you probably should oh my gosh yeah i'm 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 making fun of us not of other people we are extremely lucky uh but otherwise keep your room clean it's nice it's good it feels nice to have a clean room with I, I got mine clean. And by the way, I did clean my room. That was me that cleaned my room after my college mess. Yeah, I cleaned my room after my college mess, too. That was me, not other people, me. Because mostly they just vacuum. I mean, I'm not trying to downplay their efforts. They're very they helpful. They vacuum, they change our sheets, they like wipe everything down. They're very good. Yeah, they do lots of stuff. Never mind. Uh, moving on. Today now is Wednesday, May 11th. And we are celebrating a person who is one of the best people in the world because it is National School Nurse Day. Oh, shout out school nurse. When I was little, I used to go home from school all the freaking time because I would just feel ill and go home. Knowing me now, it was most likely anxiety that leads yeah, to me, me feeling sick. Yeah, me too. I did sick. the same thing. That would lead to me going home. I would go to my teacher and tell them that I feel sick. They would say, go to the bathroom and try. And I would go instead and try to force myself to puke for a few minutes. I don't think that that's what they meant. I don't think so. I think they meant to go try and poop. Yep. But I would go and try and puke. And it came, I, I, I got pretty close a few times, but I would go back and say nothing happened. They sent me to the nurse and the nurse would almost always send me home. Yeah, that happened to me too. The problem is because it was probably anxiety, I'd get home and be super chill and fine. Yeah, or I would convince my parents to let me stay home because I just I was so anxious to go to school that I felt like puking. And then as soon as they told me that I didn't have to go to school, I would be fine. I, I one time I had uh, for a while there, I had anxiety induced seizures for a little bit. 
uh, and other things induced, but mostly anxiety. But so I would one time I got on the way to school. Mom looked back. I wasn't. It wasn't there. There were uh, minor seizures, so I would not shake, but I would go completely pale. And we were driving to school, and Katie was talking about how nervous she was. And mom looked back at me, and I was super pale because I was having a seizure. And so my mom just turned around and drove us back home. Oh, that was a good day. Remember that, Katie? I do. That well, was- that was often that it was because Colton and I were really good students in elementary school. We In elementary school, yes. Elementary, middle, and high school, I guess. It's not college. Um, we would, I, we would, my parents actually drove us to school. Um starting in middle school because we moved to pennsylvania and the school bus route was wild um so that they drove us to school and if we begged hard enough to my parents on the drive to school um they would just like drive past the school and we'd go get breakfast together and then like hang out which or was something. just a great it was awesome it was awesome as long as we kept our grades up and we like were really good yeah um our parents were fantastic like that uh I have a distinct memory one time in the school that we moved to, the second school. I walked to the nurse. She came in. She, we talked about how I felt ill. We talked for a minute. And she went, well, because you're not, very off, you're not in here very often, I believe you. And I remember thinking in my head, I'm in here all the time. What are you talking about? I come in like once a week because I feel sick. This is not uncommon. But it's not like an everyday thing. I guess that's true. But who were there kids who did every day going to the nurse oh, to try to go home? Really? Mm-hmm. I feel like the teacher should stop that at some point. You can't really stop them if they're just walking in. That's true. Well, um, one time one in time? middle school, I was learning about the miracle of childbirth, and I passed that on the Ooh. floor while they were describing childbirth. And um, it was actually not while they were describing childbirth. It was, they were like, okay, they already had described it. And they're like, okay, do you have any questions for us? Uh, of us, I mean, they brought in a bunch of teen moms. Oh yeah, I know. And I was like 13 and these kids were like 15, 16. That's not the right people to bring in. I know. Teen moms and teen dads. Wrong, wrong, wrong crowd. my wrong, friends. I know. Right. And then they were talking about childbirth, how painful it was, what it was like down there. Um, and then they finished their talk. And at that point I was pale. I was nauseous. And they were like, does anyone have any questions for us? If we have, we brought you little comment cards. You can write your question anonymous, anonymously and we'll answer them all. And so I looked down at my card and I'm like, what the freak am I going to write, dude? And then as I was like contemplating, because I didn't, I like blocked out everything they were saying. I had no way of asking. I didn't want them to talk to me. Um, Why would you write anything? I was feeling all this pressure to write something. And slowly the edges of my vision turned blue and then black and got smaller and smaller. And then I ended up, I woke up like two seconds later with my face smushed against the ground, laying face down on the <laughs> ground. Like I was laying belly down with like my, my side of my face, like smushed into the ground. And I had like fell over, smacked my, like bonked my head off the desk on the way down and landed on the ground. And then, um, made a whole scene, made a whole scene. And then my teacher, the health teacher was like, okay, guys, everyone go in the hallway. (laughs) And so I was the only one left in. And she, well, before they, she sent everyone out, she was like, did anyone see her hit her head on the way down? And then one of the kids was in the back and behind, sat behind me was like, yeah, she definitely hit her head on the table when she fell. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, I definitely hit my head on the table when I fell. (laughs) Like, I could feel it. Um, And then the nurse, like 10 minutes later, bursts in the room with a wheelchair. (laughs) And the school nurse and... This, I, I really I really appreciate the school news for this. She heard someone passed out. She grabbed the wheelchair. She ran to the gym. 
opposite uh, side of the school because she heard someone j- passed out in health, ran into the gym thinking someone f- passed out in gym class. And Ooh. they were all just looking at her. And she's like, who passed out? And they were like, what? And then she's like, crap. And so she went and ran opposite side of the school all the way down the hallway. She was out of breath and sweaty when she got there, but she made it with my wheelchair. And then I sat in it and I was like, I think I'm going to throw up. And they're like, yeah, that's normal. And then they put me in the wheelchair and wheeled me to the office and where I sat, um, waited for my mom to pick me up. And then she picked me up. And by that time, I was feeling a little bit better. Yeah. I was just really embarrassed. Yeah. And then my mom went and got me Subway. Um, and then when I got home, I was getting texts from people I haven't talked to in ages. And they're like, are you okay? I'm like, how do you even know about that? You weren't in that class. It spreads like wildfire. Oh, yeah. And then kids gossip. I got back to school. I think I went back to school the next day because I was really fine. Um, yeah, like the head, the head thing didn't actually do any, like it didn't, it didn't concuss. You didn't concuss or anything. Um, so I went back to school the next day, and I get to class, and I'm like, I left all of my my backpack, my books, mm. everything was in that class. Where in the world did they put that? And then I went on a wild chase around the school to find my books that I had left somewhere. Yeah, they were in the office, and when I went in the office to get my books, I had to sit and wait for them to get them out of the back, um, like my stack of things. And, um, I saw one of my old childhood friends, dads come in, bringing in one single shoe for his son (laughs) because his son accidentally left the house in the morning wearing two different shoes and then got to school and texted him like, please, can you bring me a shoe? Oh, okay. I thought he left the house wearing one shoe. No, he left the house wearing two different like tennis shoes, like not even the same color or anything. That's not as bad. And then I got my stuff and I went back and I was late for class. Good story, Katie. I know, but shout out to the school nurse who wheeled me to the office to let me go home. Did you feel like you could have walked if you if you had to? No, I definitely could not have walked. Really? At least for a while, yeah. Really? When I had my seizure, they made me wheelchair for a long time, even though in my brain I was like, yeah, I could but definitely was, be walking like, right now. Yeah, but hours after. Mine was minutes That's after. That's very mine, true. Was, mine wasn't a seizure. You definitely couldn't have walked for a long time after your seizure, but after a couple of hours, you probably, probably would have been okay. I would have been fine, yeah. Moving on, that was Wednesday, May 11th. So uh, for today, think about your school nurse. If you're still in school, go visit yeah, her. Yeah, go thank your school nurse. Try No, don't thank. Try and go no, home. No, thank her. Try and she, convince her to let you go no, home. No, thank her and be like, thank you for everything you do. I'm going to vomit on the floor. <laughs> thank you for being so helpful. Can I go home? Yeah, exactly. I feel sick. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up on your floor. I'm going to throw up on the floor. I like that the nurses often, by the way, that the nurse often uh, had a solution of, I'm going to pull this curtain and you lay in the dark for a few minutes and see how you feel after. Yeah, I know. One time, um, I feel like I was already home from school for some reason. Like, I must not have been at school that day. And <laughs> we get a call from the school nurse and she's she tells mom to come pick you up because she had a bathroom off of her office. And mom hang, hung up the phone and turned to me and she was like, well, we got to go get your brother. He's blowing up the school toilet. Oh, yeah. I had diarrhea. Because he had terrible diarrhea and, and the nurse could hear you pooping. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was so loud. That's so gross. I'm so sorry. It was a bad day. It yeah. was definitely a bad day. <laughs> Sounds like it. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Moving on. Today is now Thursday, May 12th. This is the day that's similar to Riddles. It is National Limerick Day. Limericks? Those are so cool. I feel like we did this in 4 for 45. Probably did. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to look up a limerick to read you. The thing is, this limerick, the image they use is just an image of a the word limerick in a dictionary. Like, they... They couldn't come up with anything better. Uh, to be fair, what image would you use that would be like, right. this what, is so, a limerick? 
So they just took a picture of the the word in a dictionary to to celebrate it. Um, uh, National Lim- Limerick Day is held every year on May twelfth on May twelfth to pay homage to the man who made the short poems widespread, Edward Lear. Edward Lear was an English poet who is known for his nonsense style, often writing with made-up words, telling tales of quangle-wangles and rubical spoons. This dude, I feel like, here's the thing. I really do, I feel the same way about him as I do about Shakespeare. You're not a good poet if you're making up words. That's not how you do it. It's like a constraint of needing rhymes. You can't just make up words and call it a poem. I nearly vomed on the floor. I don't know if anyone heard that. You need to call the school nurse. I need to call the school nurse, but I was gagging. I what was happened? Gagging up a storm. What happened? Did you not hear me? Like I did, but like what? Gag? What caused it? I think coffee went down the wrong pipe. Uh, okay. Oh my gosh, my head is pounding. Are you okay? I'm fine now. <laughs> I, it's I, like what, after you had your seizure and you could walk. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Let's do some limericks. You ready? I have limerick for you. I have some by the original person who made up limericks. Okay, okay. okay. Edward Lear. We, we can share them. I'll go first. Okay. I'll say he wrote this one. It's called The Man with a Beard. Okay. There was an old man with a beard who said, it is just as I feared. Two owls and a hen, four larks and a wren have built their nests in my beard. Oh, I like that one. They rhymed beard with beard. Oh. There once was, a, there was a young schoolboy of rye. Who was baked by mistake in a pie. Oh, no. To his mother's disgust, he emerged from the crust and exclaimed with a yawn, where am I? That was another example of Katie's primetime crime time. They they, (laughs) they, bake their kid into a pie. Uh, Here's young ladies. There was a young lady of Dorking who bought a large bonnet for walking. But its color and size so bedazzled her eyes that she very soon went back to Dorking. I'm pretty sure. What does that mean? I'm pretty sure it's not supposed to say dorking. It says dorking. D-O-R-K-I-N-G. Docking? Docking? Why is there an R? I don't know. It's spelled like somebody who is... Dorking? I just feel like it should rhyme. I do too. I agree. Uh, This is... They said this this poem uh, is Edward Lear's example... this Edward Lear limerick example describes an interesting character is what it says. Uh, you ready for the interesting character? Yeah. There was a young person from Crete whose toilet was far from complete. She dressed in a sack and uh, spickle specked with black. The auburn, the ombliferous person of Crete. I'm pretty sure that the limerick loses some of its power when you can't say it right. What's a, what's an ombliferous? I'm going to do a, a limerick for you. What's ombliferous? A mouse in her room woke Miss Dowd. She was frightened. It must be allowed. Soon, a happy thought hit her. To scare off the critter, she sat up in bed and meowed. Limericks, let's make up our own limerick. A flea and a fly in a flu were imprisoned so what could they do said the fly let us flee let us fly said the flea and they flew through the flaw in the flu i love that one actually that one's really good that was my favorite limerick we've read so far let's make up our own limerick kitty ready okay uh there was a young boy from ohio he i gotta think of something that rhymes with um 
Once was a there once was a boy from Ohio. He, he w- ran in cross country a mile. With a hop and a skip. And a smirk on his lip. Oh. He ran away from his court trial. <gasps> yeah. He was a criminal all all along. Yeah, Katie's Katie's primetime crime time. Yes, we should. That was a, a good limerick. That, I mean, there it, once was a boy from Ohio who ran in cross country a mile with a hop and a skip and a smirk on his rip. He ran right away from court trial. That was a great limerick. <laughs> that was yeah. really good. I think we should do one more limerick. Okay, you and I should make up one. You started this time. Start it. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm okay. Thinking. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm so excited. A bear in the woods clapped its paws. Because bears don't have any laws. He wiggled his tail. It started to flail. This bear was actually Santa Claus. Oh, okay, that was a weird twist at the end there. Why was he Santa Claus? I don't know. It rhymed. Claus. Furry Santa Claus. Do 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 do. I my my flea one. Can I say the flea one again? Because that was pretty good. Yeah, you should. A flea and a fly in a flu were imprisoned. So what could they do? Said the fly. Let us flee. Let us fly. Said the flea, and they flew through the flaw in the flu. That one's hard to like wrap my brain around what they're saying because it just sounds like you're saying letters at me. Yeah, I know. It's so good. Flea, fly, flow, flum. I smell the blood of an Englishman. Oh, this actually leads us me into, you know, the dad joke I mentioned earlier? Yes, I'm ready for it. Um, you probably know this one. How do you tell a girl aunt, an aunt from an uncle aunt? Um. Aunt, aunt from uncle aunt. I have no idea. An aunt aunt from an uncle aunt? Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Wow. You throw it into water. If it sinks, girl aunt. If it floats, boy aunt. Why didn't you just say a girl aunt from a boy aunt? Well, boy aunt. I, I didn't want to say boy aunt twice. Uh, but anyways, that wasn't, bo- the, that wasn't the joke. That wasn't uh, the joke. Because boy aunt. You know boy Fun aunt. fact about ants. Did you know they can't get sick? I didn't know that. Ants can't get sick. What makes you say that? They have tiny antibodies. <laughs> was that your joke yeah that was my joke that's a good one thank you i was about to start saying yeah they can i know of an ant disease i do know of an ant disease it's a mushroom that infects ants and makes them into zombies okay but my joke was even better your joke was funny absolutely it was um like, that was a really lame joke actually what the tiny antibodies the tiny antibodies it's cute it's funny but it's lame uh what's the difference between oh i have an inappropriate one do not. Okay, never mind. Jeez. Uh, I I think to th- I think we've done enough limericking. I think we can move on. Okay. You think so? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Uh, that today was National Limerick Day. On this day, make up your own. Get a friend. It's easier with two people to go back and forth, uh, and uh, you know, make one up. Today is now Friday, May thirteenth. Katie, I want you to guess this one. Okay. A uh, major, a major with wonderful force. Called out in Hyde Park for a horse. All the flowers looked round, but no horse could be found. So he just rode a dendron, of course. Okay. <laughs> um, Katie, you ready? 
I'm going I'm to read you the description. You have to tell me what the day is. Don't look at my screen. Sprinkle some tasty bits of bread onto your plate and sit down for a fun celebration of today. Every year on May 13th, you can fry them, bake them, or infuse them with flavors from around the world. This versatile food is simply a topping, is simply the topping on your food. But what a deli- delicious one it is! Packed with flavor and crunch, these are faithful, ever present, and absolutely lovely. What is today? Sprinkles. Close. It's bread. Remember, it's bread. Croutons. Yeah, it's crouton day. When I was little, Can I used I to sing eat... one more limerick. That's Why? very well. It's very related to our other podcast. Okay, let's hear it. There's a train at 404, said Miss Jenny. Four tickets I'll take. Have you any? Said the man at the door. Not four for 404. 444404 is too many. Because 4445. Yeah. Yeah, our original podcast had too many fours. (laughs) Yeah, it did. Just like that limerick. Just like that limerick. Today is National Crouton Day. When I was little, uh, my mom would get salads and then just give me all the croutons. I don't know if she didn't like croutons or she knew I just loved croutons. But I would eat all of them from her. She used to get us bags of croutons and we would just eat. As snacks, as yeah. As snacks, just bags of croutons. I mean, it can't be any worse than like chips, right? Yeah, it's like bread. Um, anyone want to know the recipe for croutons at Texas Roadhouse? Because sure. that was something that I baked every single day. Sure, tell me. The night before, you have to take um, however many trays of bread you want. You have to take that many loaves or half that many loaves of frozen bread out of the freezer. So if you wanted 20 trays, you had to take 10 loaves of frozen bread out of That's the freezer. That's a lot of bread for tray ratio. It's half a loaf per tray. I thought more I thought more trays I thought a one loaf would take up more trays. No, anyway. it's half a loaf per tray. Then you take these 10 loaves of frozen bread the night before and you chop them into 16 pieces each for each piece. Okay. It was really hard because they were frozen. It was literally so painful. It's the least favorite time of my night. Literally the only thing, the thing I loved the most was when we had enough croutons, we didn't have to make any more. Okay. So then you just put them on trays and you let them sit out overnight because they need to be stale. And so when the, when you get back in the next morning, they're ready to bake. So the stale, you take the stale croutons, you bake them for five minutes at 200 or 15 minutes at 200 degrees so that they're just a little bit toasted, a little bit hard, but not like baked. Then you take those and you throw them in melted butter mixed with um, oregano, oregano and um, one other like so, like oregano and then one other like herb. I don't okay. remember the herb. It was something. And then you cook them. Uh, you toss them. You throw them onto a sheet tray. You cook them. You let them cool after they're. After they're cool, you dump them into a bowl, and then you label it, and you put it into... And that's how you make croutons. That's how I made my croutons. I would always eat so many of them. I freaking love croutons. They make my breath smell bad, but oh, they're Parmesan. very, very good. That's what it was. But is cheesy croutons? Yeah, it was oregano and Parmesan. Uh, they come from the French root word croute. 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 Uh, what does crouton mean? This website asks... The daring questions this website is willing to ask. It means a croton is a small cube of crispy or fried or toasted bread. Well, yeah, that's what a crouton is. Yeah, I don't know why that they had to ask that, though. After it's What like, happens if you just fry a loaf of bread? Like, I work with fryers a lot, and if I just threw a loaf of bread into the fryer, what would happen? You get one fired. giant... Yeah, you get fired. You get one giant crouton. That might. Maybe. I should try that. Maybe we should just make one giant crouton to put in salads from now on. 
That's a good idea. And you can just like chip off however much yeah, cream you need. How much? It's like in Olive Garden where they sprinkle some bread onto yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Some cheese. Like that. They sprinkle some crouton onto your specific meal. I feel like croutons and lasagna would go good together. I agree. Give a little crunch to lasagna. One time uh, at work. Yeah. Our fryer caught on fire. Oh, no. And it didn't just catch on fire. It was like shooting flames. Like if you imagine a flamethrower, the way a flamethrower like shoots flames 15 feet across the room. Imagine a flamethrower in the back of our fryer shooting straight up in the straight up in the air. And it's not a good place to have a fire because um, no place is a good place to have a fire inside. Well, no, I agree. But the fryer one, it's hooked up to propane. I so know it's, a it's fireplace to, is a good place to have a fire. It is. It, only I if mean, it's contained inside. I mean, just like a loose fire is always bad. Yeah, a loose fire is always bad. But this one was attached to the fryer, which was full of grease, flammable, and hooked up to gas, flammable, burning. Yeah. And so it actually, the reason it was because it was a crappy fire, uh, fryer that it was like dripping grease onto the fire and just making it grow even bigger. And so I came back inside from my break and it happened. It started while I was on my break. I came back inside and it, the kitchen is like a quarter mile from this pl- the door I came in. <laughs> so like I was, I was in the other kitchen. There's two kitchens. So I was in the one kitchen. My kitchen's the other kitchen. And yeah. I see one of the cooks from my kitchen run in and she's like, the fryer is on fire. Turn around. We got to get salt now because you can't put a grease fire out with water or it'll explode. And so you have to dump salt on it to smother it. Okay. Except you can't. They ran out of salt. They don't keep that much salt down there. Of course and not. So Why would I just they? grabbed a cart and loaded my, my cart up with as many boxes of salt as I could find. And then I ran that quarter mile <laughs> sprinted with my boxes of salt. And I get there and nobody's in the kitchen with the fire. I'm like, what's going on? And then this guy comes around the corner. And he's like, oh, yeah, we just got it out. Oh, <laughs> that sucks. I'm sorry you had to run that far for nothing. It was so funny, though. That was very funny. Um, all right. We're going to wrap up today now. Uh, thank you for listening so much to Celebrity Day. today? How are we going to celebrate? C- crouton Day? Yeah. This website says you can celebrate it by hosting a crouton-themed potluck party. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're going to hold a crouton-themed potluck party. Yeah. I thought that would be a good joke to end out uh, end out the show on. Thank that you guys so, so much funny. for listening to Celebrate the Date. Uh, today, this week has been good. We hope you enjoy it. Uh, if you have anything that you think deserves celebration, anything. doesn't need to be a holiday. It can be a holiday you want us to focus on. Anything you think, feel free to email us uh, at... There's, it's on the website. Go to prattpodcast.com and you'll find our email that you can send. There's actually a form you can fill out that just tells, put your name and your, your celebration and it'll send it right to us and we'll celebrate it for you pretty much guaranteed. Or you could message us on Instagram or on Twitter or wherever you know to find us. Message us. You'll see it. Uh, on Twitter, we are Celebrate the Date. On Instagram, we are also Celebrate the Date. Uh, and you can find all that information on our website at prattpodcast.com. Uh, we would love to hear from you. I think that's everything. My name has been Colton Pratt. My name is Katie Pratt. And don't forget to celebrate Celebrate the the date. I decided to say it with you at the end. I like that, actually. We should start doing that more. Okay. That wasn't the worst episode we've ever done. No. Bye.